All right, week seven. This is my composition at a glance podcast update. This information is going to be of general information to anyone taking my comp classes. And it's really similar to what's going on in other composition classes and across the world. If you got midterms coming up next week, which week eight is the middle of the term, classes tend to give some sort of assessment. Now, we don't do tests in composition that much. I, I don't do tests very often at all. But we do have something due. And in my classes, it's always edited work. So something will be expected to be your best writing. I want to see an example of your best writing. And that means revise it, get feedback, make it the best it can possibly be. Now, in order for that to happen, I want to... You need to understand the process. So yes, you've written one. I think a lot of students come to comp thinking that, okay, I'll write something and it's done. And so if I ask you to revise it or look at it again, you think, why is it wrong? Is it broken? And you take it to one person, get one thing fixed. It's fixed now. It's good. Let's go. Well, no, it's an art. Writing is an art and you keep working on it. You keep making it better, making it the best it can be there is a point at which point you get diminishing returns but in my experience almost no comp one students have ever reached that point people just give me first drafts and i i don't want a first draft i want a i want to see the end result of your best work you need to go looking for feedback you need to get comp and i've tried to make things facilitate that through the learning management system. Also, there are school resources. Use everything you can. And I encourage you to, if you do go to like a family member or friend, that's great. Don't don't leave them out. But one person's feedback isn't enough. With one person, you might get a bias. You might get a blind spot. They might think everything you say is wonderful. But getting multiple people's feedback you get a broader perspective. You get you get a chance to cover up those those gaps or errors from other people. Look at your rubrics in your learning management system. There are rubrics that are being shared for the stuff that's due next week. People sometimes don't realize that what I expect on a first draft is often almost always different from what I expect on a second or third or final draft. So you may look at your final draft and see, oh, on my literacy narrative, he says, now I'll have to tell him what high school I went to by name. Well, yeah, that's worth points. Check the rubric. This is a way to check that you're looking at the rubric, but also this is basing information if that I want to see. It's what I want to see on the final draft. But yes, rubrics change between each draft. So check the rubric each time. Make sure you look at the rubrics so you know what to expect and take those rubrics with you when you have conferences with with professionals or even your friends. Writing Center, oh, and I wanted to make a clarify, Writing Center consultation is important and time sensitive, and this is the last week to do it. I mean, you can go to the Writing Center up until the papers due, but you don't get points on it from me unless you get it done by Sunday. I have seen too many students wait until the day it's due, then take their paper in for a writing center to get their points, and they don't make any changes. The point of getting 
feedback is to make your paper better, to change it. And too often I see students get feedback and then go get feedback and then go get more feedback and they get the same feedback over and over again because they don't change anything. They don't fix anything. So you hear from a student that you got to fix something. Oh, you agree, then fix it. Then go to the writing center. Then go to someone else. Now you can go to the writing center earlier or late in your, in your process. They don't have to be the first people you go to. But, and you can go more than once. That's absolutely great. I, I take my own work there multiple times. I have taken my, my dissertation there when I was working on my PhD. Writing center is a great place. But I hate it. As when I worked at a writing center, I hated it when people would show up the day it was due. And then what do you expect to get out of it? You don't have time to fix it. And you're just going to be frustrated. So go early. All right. Go often if you can. The library basic research, which I've been pushing, I want my students to go to a library basic research tutorial that the college is offering. Instructions are in your learning management system, Canvas. That is, I, that deadline for that has been moved back a week because I don't want people getting that confused with the Writing Center conference. Both have the potential to help with the paper you're working on now, absolutely. But the library basic research isn't as, isn't required. I did have several students with traumatic events that made the news, and you might be able to find help getting reporting or documentation on that. And if you haven't looked up the, what the newspaper said about that event, you should. But it's not required for your for the midterm, and that's what you probably need to have your eyes on right now is getting that midterm, whatever it is. Is it an essay? Is it a paragraph? Whatever it is you have to do the next week or two, make sure you do make them the best you can. Now, I'm giving feedback through Zoom this week, and I'm going to be extending myself as much as I can, making myself available more as, as much as I can this week. But next week, I am only going to answer yes or no questions, closed-ended questions. Um, it won't be just yes or no, but I'm not going to be answering open-ended questions about your writing next week because it should be almost done by then. So I don't know what to do or how do I start is not a good question for next week. That's a great question for last week, and it's a question I'll be happy to entertain this week. But next week, no, no, I won't. And on the day the paper's due, I don't interact a lot. Um, because it's not the time for me to, I, 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 I have people who will just ask me to do it for them, um, sort of throw up their hands and like, well, what do I do? And it's like, nah, it's just stressful and it doesn't go anywhere. So let's make sure that you, everything is tight. And if you have any doubts, let me look at it. And I think a lot of people should have doubts that don't, but um, that's one of the, the, the dangers, the, the, qualities of online instruction is I don't get to see, look over shoulders and, and see things as much. I don't comment on rough drafts very much because mostly it's just get it done. You're expected to find, to, to evaluate it, get feedback and develop it on your own. So the, my, my commenting on rough drafts is often limited to answering questions that students ask. You have to ask the right questions. Remember when I talked about my theory um, of inquiry learning where bad instructors answer questions nobody asked. 
you have to know the right answer questions to ask. You have to ask questions to get the kind of feedback you need. And everybody's got different papers, different experiences. So your questions are going to be a little different. You have to start the conversation that way. And let's see. I want to remind people about my email policy. I check my phone in the morning. I generally am restricted to using my phone from 9 to 10 or 9 to 11. So that means if I can do it from my phone, I will respond. If it requires me to get on the learning management system and send screen grabs or something like that, more involved, I need a keyboard. I need my computer. That goes from, I do that from 1 to 3, 1 to 3.30, something like that. And I'm available through the Zoom from 1 to 3 o'clock. And by appointment, I'm available later in the afternoon or early evening, but only by appointment. So I appreciate people. Email never sleeps, and I get emails sometimes, you know, all hours of the day and night. But I'm not going to re reply to them until the morning. And then if it's an re email that requires me to get on my computer, it'll be between 1 and 3. So... Don't panic, but oh, and do remember my email addresses. I have several email addresses. And if it doesn't work sending it through the learning management system, send it to my email directly. There was a glitch where something got reset and emails were not getting forwarded from my LMS to my, to my email account. And that caused some problems with some people. And I understand that. I apologize, but I don't know how it happened. And it's just one of those things that happens. All right. Starting week nine, after we get the midterm taken care of, it'll probably take me, it generally takes me up to two weeks to get papers graded and back to people. So expect two weeks. But starting week nine, we will be working on research. And you will have things you have to read. I will try to share them with you next week. Some things I've shared with you already. Any of the podcasts, any of the readings on missing and exploited people, that kind of thing. These are all things you can and should be reading. That doesn't mean you'll be tested over it. In college, you're often asked to read things you aren't quizzed over. And you got to wonder, which, what's more important? Well, if it's interesting at all to you, if it matters to you, definitely read it. This is Think of, think of assignments. Think of anything done or offered or explained in class as an opportunity. College is an opportunity. It's not an obligation. You don't have to be here. So if you find things that interest you, that intrigue you, that, that stir your passions, explore that. Find ways to make it fun. Find ways to make it fun.